Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Many of you already know this, but I am a former NFL player. Five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. If you check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can see the helmets behind me, Washington, Dallas, Buffalo, New England, and Washington again. The cool helmet from like the 70s the throwback helmet, because I didn't want the Browns helmet because I wasn't there long enough. I was kind of angry when they cut me. Anyway, it's a whole other story. And the game balls. Got a bunch of podcasts, several media gigs. Looking forward to calling the Patriot League championship game on Saturday for CBS Sports Network. That should be an absolute blast at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you check your boy out on that broadcast should be awesome. You can check me out on social media always at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I mentioned we're on YouTube. You can always follow all of the shows, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, if you like fantasy, College Draft, Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt, all of them over at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter, and Instagram. The star of this show, it's Steve Fezzik. He is the only, and I mean only, two-time winner of the Super Bowl, of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, and only at Fezzik Sports. And we talked about a little bit last week, Steve, when we were talking about the Sam Darnold trade. But our dudes over at DraftKings, I think they might have been the first ones to come out with the season win totals. I've been waiting for a couple of weeks. To dive into this with you, I am beyond fired up. And I think we need to start with the implications of the 17th game and all of the different machinations, everything we need to be thinking about, Steve. You saw the news when it became official, 17 games. What was your instant, immediate reaction as it related to season win totals? Well, the number one team I think it benefited was the San Francisco 49ers. So what happens is that 
more parity in the schedule. If you are a first place team, you got to play one more first place team. NFC versus AFC, all the AFC teams home. But let's look at that AFC North. Three pretty good teams. So you got Baltimore, obviously. You have Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, the last place team. Whoever got to play the Bengals got a big break. And as it turned out, the 49ers, because they finished last, last year in the division, they get to go to Cincinnati. So they're favored to win that game. Whereas the other three contenders in the NFC West are all going to be underdogs in their game. So that additional game absolutely benefits San Francisco. It's really interesting because you're right. Uh, You know, we know that they're doing it the right way. I know there's some thought, Steve, they had of making these 17th games rivalry games like Eagles Steelers or Jets Giants or whatever. The concern was, what if your rival's always good? You know, I mean, that's not fair from a parity standpoint, from a competitive advantage standpoint. That's not fair. I do think that they did it the right way with playing another division, the other conference, having the corresponding place finisher from the year prior. But you're right. Not all last place finishers are created equal. Yeah, and because of that, certainly some teams get a benefit. Now, frankly, all of the contending teams pretty much got a more difficult schedule because they have to play now a first-place team. But the Niners, they're the number seven pick in the futures market to win the Super Bowl, and they're the one team that their schedule actually got easier and their projected winning percentage went up when all of their uh, rivals that are or, or their other contenders their projected winning percentage went slightly down. So obviously, Steve, you and I, we actually do our season win total thoughts twice. We do them at some point after the draft, and then we do them the week before the NFL regular season starts. Those are the ones that we really put a lot of stock into. But we'll do them at some point after the draft. But what I wanted to do is funny. You and I were talking off air and we were thinking about before DraftKings came out with their season windows we were thinking about doing a show where we guessed what we thought the number would be and that would be that would have been a lot of fun we got to do that some other year where we guess what we think the numbers will be because I'd, I'd love to see just how close we end up actually getting but they're already up over at DraftKings so first thing you should do is if you want to bet season win totals use the code Ross on the DraftKings Sportsbook app before you do it. That's the way you can get all of the different boosts and codes and offers that they have for new users. You know, I'm curious to get your strategy. Here we are, Steve, a couple weeks out from the draft. I know you typically don't like rookie quarterbacks. So when these numbers first came out, was one of your reactions to – immediately fade the teams that we know are now going to have rookie quarterbacks. We know that's the case in Jacksonville. We know it's the case now with the New York Jets after the Sam Darnold trade. The Niners are a little more interesting because they still have Jimmy G, but they are going to take a quarterback number three overall. You would think that that young man would play at some point So I'm curious to know what your reaction was when these numbers first came out with the 17-game schedule. 
Well, first off, I think I've undervalued rookie quarterbacks where I have been inclined to go and rank them at the very bottom. And let's face it, Burrow played well. Herbert played really well last year. And I think I'm chronically undervaluing these rookie quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson when he came into the league, etc. And frankly, I wasn't excited about Jacksonville or the Jets' current quarterbacks anyways. So if you get rid of Minshew and Darnold, you know, you're going to upgrade probably even with the rookie quarterback. Both those teams were lined at six and a half for a 17-game schedule. So uh, I certainly didn't want to be looking to play under on either one of those teams. They looked just about right. Interesting. Um, Because, you know, I know that was always something. Last year, one of my big ones was the Chargers. And it still came through for me, but Herbert wasn't the reason why the under came through for me with the Chargers at all. Not at all. I thought Tyrod would play for a few games. They'd go to Herbert. I thought Herbert would struggle. Man, did he surprise me. Uh, I, I was definitely fooled by that one. All right, so let's look at some of these numbers. And I just want your first reaction. Too high, too low. Just about right. These are not official plays. Just kind of what you were thinking in your head. Again, heading into the draft, some of these teams have high draft choices. There are still some veteran free agents out there that can help these teams. But based on what we know right now, you got the Bengals, Steve. They are at six and a half. Unbettable because I don't know if Burrow is going to be back at 100%. If he is, I'd lean over. If he struggles coming back from his injury, then the Bengals are going to have a long, long year. I feel like there's got to be some edge here, Steve, with just the math being different and there being more games, right? I mean, I, I, I'm just so used to the 16 that my initial reaction with the over six and a half for the Bengals is to take the under and peg them at five or six wins, but you know, that extra game changes things a little bit. Although to your point earlier in the show, it is against the Niners. You know, the NFC has nine road games, every team in the NFC. And I think this really could compromise some of the select NFC teams where I'm going to look to selectively play them under because what happened last year, no crowd, no noise. So now the NFC teams are going to have to go ahead and only play one preseason game on the road. Not that that's going to be all that loud. And then all of a sudden they're going to have to deal with real crowd noise and deal with adverse scheduling. They're going to have, there's going to be a lot of three road games in a row for the NFC teams. There has to be with nine road games. So when I analyze the actual schedule that comes out, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm focused on NFC teams, select NFC teams under. That's a really good point. Really good point. All right. The Jets. Fresh off that big Darnold trade a week ago, they're over under six and a half. Yeah, Vig is to the under, minus 150. Looks about right. You know what? Gun to my head. If I had to play it, I'd go under the six and a half. How many years do we have to see the Jets? And they're always seemingly lined at seven wins. Now, finally, at six and a half. And they always seem to disappoint. Yeah, I mean, I guess my initial reaction for both of those so far is probably the under. What about the Green Bay Packers at 10 and a half? I'm surprised by this one. You know, I I did very well with the Packers last year. They were eight and a half last year. 
now on a 17-game slate, Steve, they're 10 and a half. Yeah, and I got the Packers completely wrong. They had that 13 and three year in 2019. I said it was an aberration. Aaron Rodgers wasn't an elite quarterback. Got it completely wrong. Aaron Rodgers was great, and the Packers were absolutely a Super Bowl contender. Um, given that, 10 and a half looks about right to me. Yeah, I would lean over there. Carolina with quarterback Sam Darnold. They are at seven and a half, Steve. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I don't know that Darnold has it. I talked to Greg Cosell about him last week. They're, Carolina's got a lot of faith in this Joe Brady, their OC. I'd probably lean under there, especially with what you said about the NFC with the nine road games. Yeah, the, the problem is, is I like Carolina as far as a team that like, they jettisoned most of their starters on defense last year. It was a COVID year, so I thought their defense would improve this year. I like the coach and rule, and I actually liked Bridgewater. So now if Bridgewater's not going to be their starter, I agree with you. I flipped, and I would look under, if anything, on Carolina. Washington's at eight. Ryan Fitzpatrick joined me recently on the Ross Tucker football podcast. I'm over eight on Washington all day. I think that they are as good as anybody in the NFC East. This is a significant quarterback upgrade. Significant. And then they got, you know, Curtis Samuel at receiver, William Jackson at corner. I'm, I'm an over guy with Washington right now. Yeah, Washington obviously had the one really good skill position player in McLaurin, nothing else. So that's a key addition at wide receiver. You know, I've got a mole in Jersey that says a guy that looked, well, he had a very long, um, impressive beard, and he was wearing a hoodie, and he walked up and bet Washington over eight. I'm not saying that was Fitz magic, but uh, I'm just reporting what I heard. Over eight sure looks like a good bet to me. <laughs> Arizona is at eight as well, which is interesting, Steve, because it feels like with the additions of J.J. Watt and A.J. Green, these guys feel like they're all in on this year. Yeah, the problem is A.J. Green can't play a lick. So with the Bengals last year, when they targeted A.J. Green, he caught less than half of the passes thrown his way. Target anybody else, they catch more than two-thirds of the passes. A.J. Green got no separation last year. Now he's 33. How he's going to get separation this year is beyond me. I think Arizona wasted $8 million. And remember that um, – Arizona now, they got to play in that ridiculously difficult division. So they got to play the Rams twice. They got to play San Francisco twice. They got to play Seattle twice. And they have to travel to a good AFC North team. I would only look under because of a really hard strength of schedule. Yeah, I, I, I think that number is about right. The Rams are up to 10 and a half. That seems a little high to me. Yeah, especially with the, with the difficult schedule, and it just goes to show that the betters, they don't like Goff, so a big upgrade at quarterback. And because of that, the betters do feel the Rams are a contender. You know, the one interesting thing about the Rams is, I guess Matthew Stafford recently had surgery on his thumb. Now, they say it's not a big deal, but I don't know. I mean – Quarterbacks don't get surgery on their throwing hand or arm unless there's a reason why they need to do it. Speaking of that, by the way, Steve, there's a lot of guys out there that have reasons why they should check out RexMD.com, but they haven't. 
I know the way we all are, right? We don't like going to doctors. We don't like admitting we're sick. We don't like admitting anything hurts. You guys got to be kidding me. You're smarter than that. You understand the percentages. You listen to the Even Money podcast or watch the Even Money podcast. Right now, sample packs of ED medications are available for listeners of the Even Money podcast. So my issue right now is balding. My issue is not ED, but half of all men experience ED after the age of 40. Half. That's scary to me, but it's evidently a fact. So check out if that if you're one of those guys, don't be embarrassed. Do something about it. It's never been easier to take control of your health. Those sample pack prescriptions I mentioned, they're available at rexmd.com slash even money. So go to Rex. REXMD.com slash even money to get started with RexMD. RexMD.com slash even money. Maybe Brady takes him. He's over 40. Anyway, Chargers, Steve, they are over under nine. I love Herbert. And this really is a number that's based upon how you feel that Herbert's development is going to continue. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be getting even better. If anything, I would lean over. I'm kind of with you. Uh, There's slight juice to the under, but, man, they were a poorly coached football team last year. Feels like that's a game or two right there. What about Tua and the Dolphins? They won 10 last year, but their total is nine this year, even with the extra game. Yeah, and Tua had obviously, I'm not alone saying I was not impressed with his overall performance. Fitzmagic came in and basically, um, you know, he drove that ship. Miami had a lot of weird games last year, also. I remember the Rams game where they got outgained by like 300 yards and won by double digits against the Rams because of various return touchdowns and the like. So I think Miami's overvalued. I would look under. Cleveland is at nine and a half, Steve. Interesting. You know, the Browns, and I haven't done my exhaustive studies on every one of these teams looking at their schedule and the like. Um, Cleveland certainly feels like a team that should win more than half their games, but not much more. I could see them going nine and eight and just barely missing. Minus 150, by the way, on the over nine and a half. Pretty heavy juice to the over there. The Bears are at seven. Seven. Look, I'm taking the over. I mean, I'm just telling you right now, nobody in the NFL wanted Mitch Trubisky. Nobody. And Nagy's worst year has been eight and eight. Now you get Dalton, a quarterback that they wanted. I'll take the over on the Bears at seven. Yeah, so the feeling is the Bears, the Dalton signing makes no sense at all, and they overpaid for him. But it's not like he's significantly worse than Trubisky. He's probably just a little bit of a downgrade. And when I say a little bit, if it's a half-point downgrade, let's do the math. I'm going to use 16 games because 17 is too complicated. So that's eight points. All right, eight and a half points worse for the Bears over the course of a season. How much is that worth? Believe it or not, 35 points equates to winning an extra game. So that's about one-fourth of it. So the Bears should win one-fourth fewer games with Andy Dalton than they would with Trubisky. Wow. So the Bears are always about a 500 team. Eight and a half means they should win eight and a quarter, 
Why is that number seven? Uh, I could only look over. Yeah, I'm, I'm over on the Bears. Steelers are at eight and a half, Steve, with the juice to the over. Interesting that the Steelers 11 and 0, and then the injuries hit, and the team clearly just was not the same. There's a real concern that Big Ben could fall off the cliff, even though he's not that old this year. If he doesn't, you got to go over with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm with you. I like over for Pittsburgh as well. Pittsburgh was good to me last year. Indianapolis, their number is 10 with Carson Wentz. I got to tell you, my initial reaction is to take the under. I mean, he's got to prove to me that he can get rid of whatever the heck happened to him last year. Yeah, so, and look at the quarterback. I agree for the Colts. Like, you look at Rivers versus Wentz. So, pretty comparable. Maybe Rivers last year, a little bit better than Wentz. But look at the backup quarterback. Would you rather have Jacoby Brissett? Or would you? I got to look it up. Indy has no backup quarterback. Um, Jacob Eason right now. Yeah, so, yeah, and I have Jacob Eason rated five points worse than an average quarterback in the NFL. So if Wentz doesn't work out or if Wentz gets hurt, you win automatically. I can only look under. What about the Patriots at nine? Very interesting because you were higher on the Patriots than I was when we were forecasting what the number would come. And now it is, has indeed come at nine. Hmm. It's hard to believe that Cam Newton's going to make them a 10 and seven team, but wow, they won seven and they're much better you know, this year looks about right. Yeah, I think that number is exactly right. I think they're a nine and seven team. Cowboys are at nine and a half. I don't understand the Cowboys a game and a half better than Washington, Steve. Yeah, I think the play is not necessarily on Dallas, but it's to play Washington to go over eight. And I think that that's one of the stronger plays on the board here. Giants at seven. No real opinion on the Giants. If anything, you know, asking a team that has been a perennial loser to suddenly get to close to 500 is asking a lot in general. It seems like if you play all these teams projected to be just a little bit below 500 to go under, you've done very well in recent years. Raiders are at seven and a half there. I, I kind of feel like the Raiders will win eight or nine games. I, I would lean over with the Raiders. You know, the Raiders the last two years, if you look at the number of wins they've had versus what they've what they're expected – They've consistently done better in win-losses than in points scored. The old Pythagorean um, theorem where you look at a team and if they're getting outscored by 50 points, you know, they, they certainly shouldn't have been a 500 team. So the Raiders having outperformed the last two years, I would tend to look to them to go under. What about the Jaguars at six and a half? It all depends on Lawrence and how well that he comes into the NFL. And I'm really not sure because of that I'm going to pass. Yeah, I think I would lean under. I mean, that, that's a bunch of wins. Now, their division is not that great. That's what they got going for them. But that's a bunch of wins. I mean, they got to get seven wins? I don't know. And He's coming off shoulder surgery? My bills, 10 and a half, Steve. Yeah, you know – Josh Allen really turned into an elite quarterback. He went from one of the five most inaccurate quarterbacks in back-to-back years to being one of the five most accurate quarterbacks. You look at the weapons on that team. You know, the defense wasn't that good last year. I have to expect 
that it's going to probably improve this year. If so, the Bills are a Super Bowl contender, and they'll go over the 10.5. Yeah, I like over for the Buffalo Bills. Falcons are at 7. You know, Matt Ryan, I don't like what I saw from him, and he certainly is trending downward. If anything, I'd look under for the Falcons. Minnesota, 8.5. Love the over 8.5 for the Vikings. They had four key guys that were injured on defense. Zimmer will have that defense back to a top level. This is a team that had more draft picks last year than any other team. And in a COVID year, that didn't necessarily translate into success on the field. Another year for those guys that stuck with the team over for the Vikings. I'm with you on that. I like the over for the Vikings as well. I mean, they're getting a bunch of dudes back on defense that will really, really help them. And I'm not overly impressed with that division. I think they're the second best team in the division. I think they win nine or ten games. I'm with you on them. Uh, your Niners are at ten and a half, Steve. Yeah, disappointed because I wanted to play the Niners over. And now, you know, this whole uncertainty at quarterback, how many games is Jimmy G going to play? Is Jimmy G going to start to begin the year before they go with any one of the three? The three quarterbacks that they're going to choose, I still can't understand. I can give up so many first-round picks to get the third pick in the draft when the first pick and the second pick are clearly better than the third pick. So uh, I'm going to pass the Niners. Yeah, I'm surprised their number's that high with the uncertainty at quarterback. Denver Broncos, speaking of uncertainty at quarterback, they're at seven and a half. Could only look under, not a believer in Drew Locke, so – under or nothing on the Broncos. Highest number on the board, Steve. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at 12. Remember, 17 games. Sure feels high to me. Don't like the fact. You know, we just saw, let's keep it simple. We just saw the Chiefs not be nearly as good when they couldn't block for Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Now they lose two starters on the O-line. I could only look under. Yeah, that number seems about right to me, like 12 and 5. I don't know which way I would go there. Detroit Lions, this might be the lowest number. No, there's a lower one, but they're at 5. Yeah, Lions aren't going to win a game all year long. They're going 0 and 17. Love the under 5. All right, tongue in cheek. I do think the Lions are going to be absolutely atrocious this year. I could only look under. I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, no, nah, Jared Goff will win a game, a couple games. How about the Saints? Their number's still nine. You know, the Saints are going to be very interesting that Jameis Winston, you know, if it turns out he has a spectacular year and has great field vision after getting, you know, the, the, uh, the surgery. Actually, he got that, I guess, like 15 months ago, whatever. So he can suddenly see downfield without squinting. Is that not a... Um, uh, a concern about the doctors of Tampa Bay not getting him having that done earlier. But uh, Winston can certainly zing the ball. If he shows good judgment, he could be a good, capable quarterback. Seahawks are at nine and a half. If anything, I think the Seahawks might be a little bit undervalued. They won 12 games last year. So Pete Carroll and company always find a way. Very difficult schedule. I'll pass. The Titans have the same number. Titans are nine and a half as well. You know, 
Derrick Henry has had so much usage the past two years. I think it has to catch up to him this year. And if Derrick Henry is not a great running back, then I think you're going to see Tannehill regress and the Titans are going to be a surprise team downward. Ravens are at 11. Now, here's what's interesting about the Ravens. I think if they're lined correctly, they're the third highest total on the board. Only Tampa and Kansas City are higher, but they're they're like the only the number six choice in terms of Super Bowl odds. What is Vegas telling you? Or I guess in this case, DraftKings, what they're telling you is Baltimore is built to win in the regular season, not to win in the playoffs. And I agree with that. Wow, that's really an interesting point. I hadn't even thought of that, Steve. That's a great that's a great point about the disparity between their season win total and their Super Bowl futures. How about the Eagles, six and a half? If anything, I would go under. Hertz is my lowest rated starting projected starting quarterback. And you know, the Eagles, how much how much has the reputation from that Super Bowl win carried with this team? And we saw that where they continued to be favored to win the division last year. They wound up finishing last. This will be a homer pick. I kind of like the over. I'm surprised you're that down on Jalen Hurts. I thought he did some really good things. You know, the, the whole thing with the Eagles is if their line, their line's older, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, if their line stays healthy, which I guess is a big if, I think they'll be pretty good up front, both sides of the ball. And Wentz was so bad. Like, Wentz was so bad last year. Even just with his legs, Hurts gives him more of a chance to win some of these games. Speaking of legs, Houston Texans, four and a half right now, Steve. You can't bet it, right, with the Deshaun Watson stuff? Can't bet it, and we're just waiting for news. And is Watson going to get suspended? Is he even going to stay with the team? Probably because who's going to be able to take him now? You can't bet it. Pass. Last but not least, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and a half, Steve. Tampa certainly loaded over or nothing, even though it's a high total. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. They were playing their best ball at the end of the year. I think Brady wants the number one seed. I think they win 12 or 13 games. Not The division's easier now. On multiple levels, I don't think Atlanta or Carolina or New Orleans will be that great. So I like the over for the Bucks as well. I love these shows. I could do the season win total every single week. The next couple of weeks, though, we're going to be hot and heavy on betting the NFL draft, on mock drafts, why it's one of Steve's most profitable events of the year. Check him out at Fezzik Sports. Make sure you subscribe to the Even Money Podcast and the other shows as well. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, 
if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 